Bat Baby. In a land far, far away, where it was forever cold, stood a snow-capped mountain. At the top of that mountain, poking out of the clouds, was a gothic castle. It looked like something from a fairy tale, but the story I'm going to tell you is no fairy tale. No, this is a horror story. Inside that castle lived a flame-haired girl named Amber. Amber didn't fit with her dark surroundings. She was a girl who loved to smile, sing and skip. The sad thing was, she had no one to play with. That was until one stormy night, when her baby brother arrived. Amber couldn't have been more delighted. She liked nothing more than visiting her little brother in his nursery. She would tiptoe in just to watch him sleep. One strange thing was that he slept all day and only woke up at night. Another strange thing was his name. Alucard. Have you got a brother or sister named Alucard? If you have, you win a pound. One night, Amber reached into Alucard's cot to stroke his hair as he snored away peacefully. The baby's red eyes opened wide, and he hissed. His teeth must have come through, as Alucard revealed a set of needle-sharp fangs. Cried Amber. She was so startled, she dashed out of the nursery and slammed the door behind her. Is my baby brother some kind of monster? She asked herself. Before she could answer her own question, she heard a shout from downstairs. It was her mother calling. Her heart still racing, Amber skipped down the stone staircase. She entered the impossibly long dining room and asked her parents, What are we having? I bet you're eating beetroot soup again. Of course, replied her mother and father, smiling. They made a striking pair, with their pale skin, red eyes, and hair as dark as the night. The couple, too, were forever adorned in black velvet and scarlet silk. Father's particular affectation was a long cape in which he twirled around the castle, like a magician performing a trick. You have beetroot soup for breakfast, lunch, and dinner! Don't you ever get bored of it? No, we adore it, replied Mother. I have made bangers and mash for you. Yummy, exclaimed Amber, sitting at the other end of the impossibly long wooden table. She tucked into her first banger before addressing her parents. I just popped into the nursery to check on Alucard. The grown-up shared a look. Yes, said Father. Well... The strangest thing happened. Don't let your mash get cold, replied Mother, slurping some beetroot soup. I went to give him a stroke, and... So how is that new book you're reading? Asked Father, changing the subject. Fine! You are not listening to me! Oh, we are, dear. Now eat your mash. No! I must tell you something! 
Picard has grown fangs! The grown-ups looked at each other before bursting into theatrical laughter. <laughs> I think it's time for bed, young lady. You must be tired. Your mind is playing tricks on you. No! replied Amber firmly. My mind is not playing tricks on me. But sometimes I think you are. Whatever do you mean? demanded Father. Being in this family is weird! Weird? Weird? spluttered Mother, tears blooming in her eyes. Why do you always dress in black and red? Why do you never ever go out in daylight? Why do you have beetroot soup for every meal? If it even is beetroot soup, let me taste it. With that, she rose from her chair and darted to the other end of the table. Before Mother could drink the last drop, Amber dipped her finger into the soup. How dare you! thundered Father. Go to bed this instant! He stood up from his chair and pointed upstairs like a father from a distant century. Amber was shocked by how angry her father was. She had never seen him like this. Without a word, she walked out of the dining room, slamming the door shut behind her. Instead of stomping up the stone staircase in a huff, Amber lingered by the door and put her ear to the keyhole. Darling, one day we need to tell her the truth. Never. Then Amber heard footsteps approach the door and hurled herself up the staircase. When she reached her room, she looked down at her fingertip. It was still scarlet from the soup. Mm. She put it to her nose and sniffed it. It didn't smell anything like beetroot. Her hand shaking with fear, she placed it to her lips and tasted it. It didn't taste anything like beetroot either. More like rusty old pennies. To take the taste away, she quickly cleaned her teeth. Then she put on her pajamas and leapt into bed. Lastly, she pulled the covers right up over her head. Sleep was impossible though. Her mind was racing. A million thoughts were pulsing through her brain at the speed of lightning. Why am I forbidden from entering my parents' bedroom? Why are the curtains always drawn in the house so not a chink of daylight can make it through? What really is in that beetroot soup? Why does my baby brother have fangs? Why does he have such a peculiar name? Amber was determined to do some detective work. So she slid out of bed and tiptoed from her bedroom. Her first thought was to check in on Alucard. However, after sneaking into the nursery and peering into his cot, she realized he wasn't there. Babies don't just disappear in the middle of the night, muttered Amber to herself. This is getting weirder and weirder. Determined to find her little brother, her first stop was her parents' bedroom. A sharp turn on the doorknob confirmed what she had always suspected. The door was locked. Amber was forbidden from entering and had never, ever seen inside. So she ventured down the sweeping staircase. After peering into several empty rooms, she heard a noise coming from the ballroom. Putting her eye to the keyhole, she was met with the most astonishing sight. 
Her baby brother was flying around the room. It was like watching an owl taking its first flight. The baby was bumping into things. The chandelier, the grandfather clock, an oil painting, the suit of armor, the fireplace, the sideboard and the wall. The tiny tot then slid down the wall and landed on the floor with a thud. No, 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 thundered his father. Son, you are not looking where you are going. Oh, don't be too hard on him, dear, said mother, scooping the baby up in her arms. Let me show you, Alucard. With that, his feet lifted off the ground, and without even so much as flapping his arms, he was flying. Father was an elegant man, and his flying did not disappoint. He soared to the ceiling, performed a loop round the chandelier, and landed back on the floor without so much as a sound. Take our hands, Alucard. This is your destiny. The baby reached out his hands. When they were firmly gripped by his parents, the three took off. Mother was an expert flyer too. They glided up to the top of the room. With his free hand, father peeled back the crimson velvet curtain and opened the window. Alucard, he announced, all of this will be yours for all eternity. Come with us. Let us show you our empire of darkness. And the three flew out of the window and up into the inky black sky. Amber opened the door and dashed into the room. From the window, she watched the three black dots disappear into the clouds. <gasps> I was right, she proclaimed. My family is weird. A part of her wanted to chase after them. She rocked on her heels in the hope that she might be able to soar off into the night too. But she had no such luck. Amber couldn't fly. Not even when she flapped her arms. Not fair! She said, stamping her foot on the floor. With the house empty, Amber set about uncovering the truth about her weird family. She bolted up the stairs to her parents' bedroom. She thumped her shoulder into the door, determined to break in. She tried again. One last time, harder than ever. The door still wouldn't budge, but something fell off the top of the doorframe and landed on the floor with a clink. Bending down, Amber realized this was the find of the century. A key! Not just any key. The key to her parents' bedroom, of course. She turned the handle and the door creaked open. The room was dim, and instantly Amber felt a chill trickle down her spine. Stepping into the gloom, she saw something that shocked her to her core. Instead of a bed in the center of the room, there were two coffins. Father and mother slept in coffins. It could only mean one thing. They were vampires. No wonder they could fly. That wasn't beetroot soup they were drinking. It was blood. The baby was a vampire too. But why wasn't Amber? 
Alucard's name had always puzzled her. She found a leather-bound book on the shelf and an old-fashioned quill on the desk. She scribbled the letters of her brother's name on a blank page and then played around with the letters. Alucard, Kraluda, Dudar, Kaladu. Then it hit her like a slap in the face. Alucard backward spelled Dracula. Her parents had named their baby after the Prince of Darkness himself, the most famous vampire the world had ever known. I have to get out of here and fast, said Amber. She caught a glimpse of her reflection in the mirror. At the same time, she could sense someone or something behind her. But that was impossible. She turned and saw that her family was standing right behind her. She screamed. And what are you doing in here, purred father? It is forbidden, added mother. Gurgle. Gurgled the baby. Amber turned back to the mirror. They were nowhere to be seen. For a moment, she wondered whether her mind was playing tricks on her. She looked back to the mirror to see that they were not visible in the reflection. Another sign, if any were needed, that she belonged to a family of monsters. You are all vampires! You finally worked it out. Why didn't you tell me? We didn't want you to worry. Worry? That's an understatement. I am terrified. But I have one question. Yes, child? Why aren't I a vampire too? Father and mother shared a look. Because you aren't our real child, replied mother softly. So you aren't my actual parents? No. I knew it! We found you when you were a newborn baby, no more than a day old, floating down the river in a basket. I had been abandoned? Yes. By whom? Father and mother shared another look. Tell me the truth! We suspect it might be a family who live up the river. Take me to them, now! Darling, I don't think that is a good idea. I said now! We always feared this day would come. Come along then, said father, taking Amber's hand. They walked over to the bedroom window and he opened it. Let's take you home as a family, added mother, picking up baby Alucard and placing him under her arm. Thank you, said Amber. She was lifted off the floor, and soon they were all zooming into the sky. <laughs> it was thrilling being up there closer to the stars, and a little part of her yearned to have vampire powers too. Wow! They swooped over the snow-sprinkled mountains until they spotted a little cottage deep in a valley, right next to the river. Landing just outside the front door, Amber didn't want to let go of the vampire's hands. <sighs> that was the most magical moment of my life, she said. Thank you for caring for me all these years, and thank you for bringing me back here in one piece. 
the least we could do, said father. Mother looked lost for words. She hugged the girl tight, tears budding in her eyes. I, I, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too. All of you. With that, she brought father and her baby brother into the embrace. The cuddle went on for an age because no one wanted to break it. Eventually, Amber pulled away. <sighs> I guess this is goodbye. I guess it is. Goodbye, added father, tears in his eyes now too. Kukukaka, added the baby. Amber stepped forward and knocked on the door of the cottage. She looked back to where the vampires had been standing, but they were gone. All that remained were their footsteps in the snow. As the old wooden door creaked open, Amber smiled nervously. Mm. Hello! She chirped. I am your long-lost daughter, Amber. The door opened fully, and some figures stepped out of the gloom. It was a family of... ogres. <coughs> Screamed Amber. Look! It must be that baby we abandoned, growled one. Ginger hair? Agreed the other. She doesn't fit in here, said a little one. Let's eat her, said another. Amber spun round and tried to run away. Behind her, she could hear the stomps of the ogre's enormous feet. The snow was waist-deep in parts and Amber stumbled, falling face-first into it. Help! She cried, just as the ogres reached out their giant hands to snatch her. Amber felt herself being lifted off the ground. It was mother and father and her baby brother. You're safe. We've got you. Don't ever let me go. We never will. Agreed Alucard. The family soared off into the night sky, together once more, heading for home.